This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about silencers and suppressors. So, uh, any insight? What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, but actually, I talked to my uh, talked to my um, advocate, my my attorney. Okay. Uh, he said that we should uh, not do an episode on silencers and suppressors. Specifically, that's what he said. But he said uh, since we're doing one anyway. That we should just make a point that it's probably illegal where you live. Uh, if you live in D.C., California, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Iowa, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, New York, New Jersey, Rhode Island, and Vermont. And California. And California. I think I said California. Maybe I didn't. Okay. But you cannot have a silencer. You cannot own one. You cannot buy one. You cannot sell one. You can't make one. Uh, can't make one. That would be a can't big even no-no. fantasize about having mm-hmm. it. Really. Don't even dream about it. Don't do it. The sleep police will come and get your ass. Um, this Other is for things entertainment purposes only for you guys, but for the rest of you, yeah. I have some good information. <laughs> so that's the thing is, and you know, you've heard us, you know, make like thing, and you know, things might be wink, wink, nod, nod. Silencers, you know what? For the benefit you get of having a silenced weapon, it's not fucking worth the mm-hmm. harassment and the liability you bring in from the law. Yeah, if you're in one Dude, of those states, anything where it's in those states, you're asking for trouble. And silencers are cool, but they're not that cool. Mm-hmm. It's not worth getting in trouble yeah. for. No, the real benefit for them is is that you're not going to wreck your hearing. But. And it really is. I mean, that's the reason you want a silencer. Plus, you don't scare every animal out of the freaking forest after you mm-hmm. take a shot. Um, that's kind of a nice benefit. Believe it or not, there's like three good benefits to silencers. Well, one, because they're awesome. So that might make four. But 
your hearing protection, right? Mm-hmm. You're great, doesn't damage your ears, hearing safe. Yeah, I think that's it, a win. they generally say in a suppressor will go from 140 to 160 decibels down to 130, 145 decibels. Yeah, they it say. Makes a difference. Right, you're trying, the goal is to get below 140, which is what they consider like hearing safe. Right. Um, so that works out. But uh, so with that, you uh, you also have a lot less recoil because mm-hmm. it's less of a concussion right. when it shoots. So that's kind of a benefit for your younger shooter and it, you know different people. It makes it a little bit easier. Um, there's less of a flash. There's uh, believe it or not better accuracy when you have a suppressor, which is kind of weird. Um, one of the things, you know, some people get upset when you say suppressor, silencer. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. You want to you want to talk about this real quick? Right? Uh, do you have any insight? Yeah, no, well, you're worried? I, okay. The idea is, um, you know, the guy that invented it, uh, uh, Maxim, uh, mm-hmm. he's the son of the guy that invented the Maxim machine gun. Yes. Which I don't know, if, not not everybody's familiar with, but it was like the first um, uh, recoil operated machine gun. It was his son that came up with the silencer. He invented the, uh, actually the muffler at the same time for cars. Yes, it's very, uh, very similar. Nineteen oh two. Very interchangeable mufflers and. Uh, right, um, but but basically he he called it the Maxim silencer. That was yes. the first one. That's okay. why they're called silent silencers, right. not because they make it silent. We didn't actually start That's using the, the word suppressor concern. until the nineteen eighties. Oh really? But okay. suppressor is a more accurate term. For what it does, right? Okay, but it's not the actual name. That there was an article I read in like Gun and Ammo magazine or something, and it talked about that silencers aren't silent. And the thing is, too, that you have to take into account. You have to use subsonic ammunition, right? Because if there's a sonic boom crack after you shoot the gun, having it silenced doesn't really help you. So you got to take that into account. All right. But with that said, what you're all really wanting to know is, can I build my own silencer? Well, the answer, it's yeah. You can, as long as you live in one of these states where silencers are legal to own. Um, the only thing, you got to fill out this ATF Form 1. You got to pay the $200 transfer tax for them to set it up. Um, you got to wait about 100 80 days. I mean, they say 90 to 180, but we've talked about my experience of waiting on the government, you know. Um, But yeah, you know, we all have to answer to somebody, but the bottom line, it can be done. Um, The sad part is you can't even start thinking about it, doing anything until you get this confirmation back. So you do have to, you know, put in the time. But anyway, why, I mean, how does a silencer work? The answer, you know, it's it's like basically you have this high pressure pulse, you know, a burst of gas that comes out into the atmosphere and it's a big traumatic change into the environment. Um, if you think of like when you pop a balloon, same thing. You pop a champagne cork, same thing. You know, it's that traumatic change in atmospheric pressure. So what you're trying to do with a silencer is you're trying to slow down that change and make it a little bit less dramatic. So a silencer basically has several chambers that are gonna slowly disperse the air, give it time to cool, give the air pressure a little chance to expand on a slower, smaller scale 
it's going to cool down, it's going to funnel that gas and make it so that when it comes out at the end, it's a much greater pressure and obviously that's going to make it a lot quieter. Um, you know, it's awesome for hunting. It's there are just so many benefits. So basically, in the rest of the states, there's a lot of states you can hunt with a silencer. Mm -hmm. You can have one, and they're freaking awesome. Yeah, they're, I think I think they're like the a reasons, miracle, is what I would say. One of the reasons that they initially started outlawing silencers was because they're uh, to too stop awesome. To stop oh, poaching. I thought it was because they're too it's awesome. It's really so rich people can keep their their animals, and you can't get them. All right, so. There are a couple ways to buy them. Um, you can buy it as an individual or as a trust. Mm -hmm. Now, I actually found a website that for 129 bucks they'll set up the trust for you. Okay, and I thought that was a pretty good deal. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, what I'm going to do is, I wrote an article. I tie all this together. I talk about how to build them. I talk about where you can buy them. Have links to you know what states, what the laws are everywhere. I have links to the ATF forms, everything you need to know. I put it all uh, in an article at preppingbadass.com, you know, under silencers. You just look in the articles. I'm sure I'll put it up on the Facebook and, and all around because I want you guys to be able to see it. But it's pretty awesome. So basically, you go in, in these, you know, it's basically 42 states. I know you mentioned a couple areas. There might be some conflict in the numbers. It's varying degrees of legality right. that, that, you know, that are the, the contradiction here. But basically, any of these other states, you can walk into a gun dealer, anybody who sells silencers, and say, hey, I want to uh, get one of these. And as long as you do your normal background check, um, federal government does require 21 years of age for this. Okay. Um, they do, uh, you know, same thing for a gun, though. No felonies, no, you know, nonsense like that. Um, you can uh, fill out the stuff, but bottom line, there are companies like Sig Arms that make silencers that mm -hmm. are freaking awesome. They have that gun, the MCX, the Sig MCX. That's, I think, what that guy ended up using in uh, Florida, you know, at that gay club or whatever. Yeah, pulse. But um, these things... You can get silencers for those, and they're freaking awesome. I, I don't even understand, if you live in one of these states, why the hell you wouldn't already have one right. and you wouldn't have, you know, a silencer? Because it, it just seems like the right choice, and, and, like, I don't even know why you're alive if you're not enjoying and embracing this kind of thing. So, definitely something you need to take into account, is all I'm saying. Um... With that, so you walk into a gun dealer, you know, a class three regular gun dealer, they'll have you fill out ATF form four, I think it is, and that's just a, the transfer tax. But like I was saying earlier, you can set it up as a trust, and that way you can put a couple people as trust. So me and you could be mm -hmm. in the same silencer, we could both use it, both right. have it, because we're both part of the trust, and that way if somebody dies, it carries mm -hmm. over that way. It's it's kind of awesome. Um, technically, what I read, you can transfer it when it's single ownership, but it's a pain in the ass and whatever, and it can only be assigned to one person. And that's, that's the biggest obstacle that you run into. Um, and also, as an individual, you need a letter from the local police chief and, and nonsense. Oh, yeah. You do 129 bucks. 
you get around all that, you save all the headaches, and and then you're awesome, you know. So, building your own, get back to that. Um, I saw a lot of different things. I saw people taking. Uh, you can actually buy a registered with a tax What's stamp, the- and that you put on the end of your gun, and you can just screw oil filters onto it. Yeah. And they sounded awesome. This guy was using the same Ruger that I have, that twenty two handgun, the SR, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And you could barely hear it. You're hearing the click of the gun. Right. And I know mine's freaking loud. Yeah. So I was blown away. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So, yeah, I know you want to get to the meat within the nut, so here we are. So making your own silencer. Mm-hmm. The big thing, I see things on the internet, they're putting things on with hose clamps and this and that. It is a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why you're getting the loud bang. It's right. a lot of pressure coming out. You really want to be able to thread it on to the end of the, your gun. Mm-hmm. Now, NAR-15 already has, for a flash suppressor or whatever, 99% of them already have a threaded fitting at the end of the barrel. Right. Um, I do have one with a bull barrel that does not... But 99%, and you know what? Go to a machine shop, go buy a tap and die set, and you can thread your own freaking barrel on the outside. It's not that, you know, the end of the world. Mm-hmm. So, what you would do, you would take the uh, little, you know, it's not a flash suppressor, or what is it? Uh, the, the little break at the end of the gun. Take that, unthread it, and I would actually build it right off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I saw a lot of the guys doing is they'll weld a washer about a you know a quarter inch past where the threading starts, and you know you're going to get it so that you drill out the washer so that it's a snug fit you know with the other, and then you're going to weld it around your your flash suppressor basically. Mm-hmm. Then the next step you're going to end up putting a tube in there, you know around the whole thing, but the next step is you're going to have baffles. And what they do for the separate baffles, like basically chambers, right? for the air, they did um, the uh, freeze plugs. Like you put in a motor. Oh, okay. So it looks kind of like a bottle cap on a a beer bottle, but Mm -hmm. you go buy freeze plugs, you order them online, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so for each section, they have a freeze plug that will be another chamber. Now... Depending, some people had the chambers empty. Some people uh, would fill the chambers with uh, wire mesh. Okay. Um, think like Brillo pad. Uh, I've heard copper is really good for this. You know how they, they have those metal scouring pads. They yeah. sell them in copper and, uh-huh. and varying things. Copper work great. Um, <clears throat> and you space them out. So you have freeze plug, the mesh, freeze plug, mesh. Now... A lot of them, what you, I see people do is they have, they will puncture for the bullet to go through. Now, you can puncture it with ammo, but, <coughs> excuse me, I thought it was Hillary Clinton there for a minute. <laughs> but uh, anyway, or you cannot, but you need special ammo for that because it actually might not go through and kind of blow up on you. So you yeah, want to avoid that. Yeah. I don't know. I got to say I'm kind of hesitant of shooting through, you know, kind of unknown metal things, plugging up the end of my gun. I probably would drill it out, um, but the snugger the fit, the better it's going to work. And that's Mm -hmm. why people shoot through it, 
is so that it's a perfect you know line and and just the right size for the ammo that you're using right um so that's you know you do your own research on that what i've seen a lot of them like the flare of the freeze plugs after the bullets go through it to be away from the gun just like natural would be others will stagger it and it changes the direction of the airflow so you might bend it in you know on one section bend it out on the other back and forth stagger it there's a bunch of books on it you know do your own research but uh we're just giving you kind of the basic outline well i think it's i think it's what clear they're made on, of on how easy it is to actually build it it's, uh, you're not going to learn how to build one by listening to this podcast oh you're killing me but you're gonna well i mean yeah necessarily but i i think i think we're kind of Learning how easy it is to actually manufacture yeah. one at, at home. It is. And, um, uh, you know, obviously you're going to want to look into it and, and you know, work out yeah. the specs so you, and all So that. you really need the tight, you know, snugness mm-hmm. um, as it goes through. And then, like I said, and then they end up doing a washer, you know, at the end on right. the outside. And basically you're put together like that. I've seen it where they have a smaller tube on the inside, put a lot of holes for the gas to escape. Um one of the things I read about was uh, some people will cut the flash suppressor short as soon as it comes through the washer. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, what I've read and, and my understanding of it, you want it to come forward about a half inch or an inch. Past the end of the... Past the washer. Mm-hmm. And so the, the pressure actually can move backward rather than all being forced forward. It ends up giving it, you know, more... now. The only negative, like, basically after I read all this, I'm like, crap, I need silenced, you know, machine guns and all these other things, and that's all I'm ever going to use. I got to move. I'm packing my bags, you know, as we're going, mm-hmm. loading the couch in the pickup. I'm all ready to go. I'm like, mm-hmm. we're leaving this state to hell with New York. <laughs> you know, I was all excited. Then uh, the next thing I read, though, is because... It, it, the suppressor is absorbing everything, they end up getting dirty very mm-hmm. quick. And then they lose their effectiveness. Right. Um, so, I, obviously, you want to look for something that you can pull apart and clean and really meticulously get in there and, and really, you know, scrub everything with, like, a toothbrush or something fine. You really need to keep them clean. And that's what's going to keep these working at tip-top right. operation. Because the problem is... It all needs to go somewhere, and it's just going to clog up and fill up with all that carbon mm-hmm. and all the nastiness, and you're going to regret it. So I just, you know, want to warn you, you know, it's not quite the dream, but it's damn near. Mm-hmm. And if you could own one of these, you're an ass if you freaking don't go buy one when I'm sitting here in New York and I can't have one. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why the hell anyone would live in New York State. Uh, more and more, more, it just upsets me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did put an article with a bunch of cool links. So you're going to check that out. Um, takes you to a lot of good places that will uh, get you what you want. Um, the other thing, I kept remembering about, I was, I kept remembering these stories of people who would go in uh, shooting squirrels with silencers and they would... Uh, you know, you'd hear the skull of the squirrel crack. Yeah. 
And, I mean, they were that good. You know, they were shooting with 22s or whatever, 50 feet up in the tree, dropping squirrels, and all you hear is the click of the gun and the squirrel. Mm. You know? And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And I kept thinking, oh, these hillbillies must have been making it. And it was from that Ragnar Benson, you know, Man of Action Encyclopedia, right. you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just an article about it. So I was rereading it last night, and, uh, you know, the wife reads whatever she reads, and, and this is what I'm reading at night, mm -hmm. you know? Um, gets me into trouble, though, because I always make comments. She's like, why would you talk about something like that right now? We're trying to be restful and think about sleep. <laughs> right, and you're thinking about... And you're thinking about, about guns and, and how to kill yeah. somebody, and... I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, it's funny that, uh, you know, you started out this episode, you're telling me about Maxim inventing uh, the silencers. Uh -huh. That was uh, Ragnar Benson's thing was, oh, these guys had a couple of old Maxim silencers mm -hmm. from the 20s that uh, they had passed down from generation to generation. But the thing is, every time they go hunting they're going and they're pulling these things completely apart they're cleaning every bit of it and that's how they last that's why they're quiet you know mm -hmm. you got to be on top of it because really that perfect tight airflow you know is what's going to make the difference with silencers and what's going to really make them work mm -hmm. um so hopefully uh this gives you guys some insight into it i don't know i mean i feel like i learned a hell of a lot when i was doing the research for it um, you know, I used to see guys, you know, when I was younger who'd make them and different things. And, you know, it was always, uh, you know, a learning experience. And now I wanted to be able to kind of bring some of that to you guys, let you check it out. Um, a lot of things going on in the world. What else? Uh, yeah, apparently Hillary Clinton is, is dying and not dying. A lot of coughing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> she uh, says. They uh, fired Dr. Drew because he said that she was dying. Oh, oh, no, I didn't yeah, hear that. Yep. I mean, I'm okay, not, a, yeah. not a huge fan of Dr. Drew to begin with, but, uh, yeah, don't talk bad about Hillary. You're either going to lose your job or you're going to commit suicide. Commit suicide. That's <laughs> it. So, no, that's trouble. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I keep getting disturbed. I hear uh, they want to make it a requirement that uh, everybody should uh, have to have their well tested when they sell their house. If you had it well. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, if you're the evil person that wants to inflict that on somebody, why wouldn't you just get the well tested when you go to buy a house and not worry about everybody else? Mm -hmm. Why do they feel that we're all idiots? Right. And they have to, you know, keep looking out for us. I don't know. Little things that are enraging me today. <laughs> I don't know why I had to share it with you. Yeah. What else is going on? I finished my steps on the side of the house. Nice. A lot of the projects are moving forward. Nice. I know you nice. guys were worried about it. Mm -hmm. You're like, why is Chuck just sewing and trying to fill up time in the podcast? I uh, don't know. Well, they're all wondering about those steps. I know you've been working on those them for steps. A it's been a nightmare. Uh huh. So yeah, you can walk out of my house and go over to the chickens. Smooth sailing. Nice. Nice. How are those chickens doing? They survive. Chickens are surviving. We are getting some eggs. And uh, finally, nice. for some reason, you are supposed to lay an egg every 22 hours. Right. But I get five eggs every two days. So really? I haven't figured that one. It's consistent. It seems like you need to start eating some chickens, man. Sounds like that. Um, yeah, they get a lot more feed than I get eggs is what I think. 
But uh, me and Kevin were talking. There's a lot of new episodes. We're starting to do some video stuff. Um, you guys might want to subscribe to the Prepping Badass channel on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, some new things coming up. I don't know. Hopefully uh, get some videos up this weekend. And uh, all I'm saying is new things are coming in the future. So keep your eye out. Trying to get a little more uh, involved. Kevin said we should step up our game. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, if they want to get a hold of us to recommend some some ideas, topics, I know we had gone over some topics uh, uh, earlier today. They can check us out on uh, Facebook. I know we're we're looking at uh, what night visions coming up. Night vision, uh, surveillance. Um, one we were talking about was uh, lie detection, how to spot a liar. Oh. Um, maybe a, a pre-storm checklist. Storm checklist. Uh, there's about ten others that we're we're kicking around here, so I think I don't um, want to give away all our secrets yeah. quite yet. But if you want to, uh, if you want to recommend or ask about a, a certain topic that we can get into, that sounds like a like a plan. You can uh, email us, Facebook us, preppingbadassgmail.com, uh, dot mm -hmm. Facebook, and uh, I guess on the Twitter. I don't know. I'm never on there anymore. Is that a Twitter's thing, so? like yeah, exactly. Just like what the hell is this? And all I see is, like, Trump comments. Yeah, you know, I thought Milo ruined like, uh, the whole thing for it's us. Over. So, anyway, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Ooh.